0: Hey, everyone. I'm Liam, the daughter. Hey, I'm Laura. I'm the mom. What's going on? What's happening? Nothing. Good morning. You look radiant today. Do I? Yeah. So do you with your new glasses. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, guys. I got new glasses after like 15 years. <laughs> I did it. I finally <laughs> made it.
1: I'm feeling good. I mean, you know, the other ones were like had tape on them. Oh, and, my gosh. Know. I, they were hanging
0: by a thread. I was finally like, you know what? I think it's time. I'm gonna splurge. <laughs> That's the most adult move I've made <laughs> in the last few years. Oh my goodness. Oh, I love it. What's going on with you? Um, nothing. Nothing, no. We have a fun topic to talk about this Do morning. We? Yeah, because we were chatting the other day. Mm-hmm. And even though you just bold faced tried to lie to me, right? You had a crush on someone. I'm going to say had. I think it has uh-huh. passed. And yeah. now we can, we can discuss. Oh, so now
1: we can talk about it.
0: Now we can discuss. Okay. But you're like, I didn't have crush. I'm I am like, didn't. I'm no. like, who do you think I am? <laughs> and you're going to look at me and try to lie? <laughs> Excuse me. No. Uh-huh. But it got us talking because normally when Laura, and I don't know if we've talked about this before, normally when Laura has a crush on someone, mm-hmm. the way I know instantly is because she comes to me and says, I think I'm going to make this person a gift basket. <laughs> I feel like we've touched on this a little, but we're really going to go. Oh, in. Leanne, you're laying my shit bare. Hey, you told me I could. You <laughs> gave me the green light. So, yes, I am going to lay it bare. Okay. So, talk to me about this. Talk to me about your history with baskets. What's the deal? Hey, I love baskets a gift basket. You do. I love to give them. I love to get them. Mm-hmm. I, I love
1: gift baskets. <laughs> I mean, they're just so fun. It's like a <laughs> gift within a gift within a gift. It just keeps giving. It just keeps giving. Right. And it's you themed. Know? And it's the always themed. You love a theme. Always themed. But I just feel like specifically, like, even when you guys were younger, mm-hmm. a gift basket is a good way to, you know, like when you don't have a ton of money to, like, give a smattering oh. of things. Oh, okay. Get creative. Put your own touch On it, make it beautiful, right? Right, and you know, make it
0: meaningful,
1: right? I think it just like pours a lot of yourself. Like, you know, I I just love a gift basket. I am a a great gift basket maker, (laughs) I could open a
0: business. Yeah, I was just gonna say, you're gonna do like gift baskets by Lord Uncle Bob's Baskets. (laughs) Oh no,
2: Lonely Hearts Basket Club.
0: Oh, shut up, Jake. <laughs> oh, bird. Boom, roasted. Fact check, Jake just roasted me. He did. He I love when he comes in with the roast just out of nowhere. Do you know what my favorite basket of yours was? Oh my god, what was it? <laughs> I can't even say it. Is it the Irish? It was <laughs> the Ireland basket. Oh my gosh. She had a crush on this guy that was from Ireland. Cork. Okay, he's from Cork, right? So, what was her response to make him a gift basket as if he's ne- of things from Ireland, as of if he's never I- been there? He was away from
1: home, <laughs> and he was feeling sad. Oh, that's now sweet. if I left Ireland, yeah, and landed in Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. um, and was far away from my home, you'd be sad too. I would be super sad. You're right. You're right. You know. I so just- I was like, it was it was St. Patty's Day. Oh no! Okay. I mean. <laughs> I really went with the theme. (laughs) I did. Well, because I cooked, you know, I love to cook Irish food. You did? Yeah. So I made like some traditional Irish food. Oh, my goodness. Oh, you know, some Irish chocolate. Wow. Yeah. Someone wife her up. (laughs) Like literally. (laughs) You know, in return, I was hoping for some roof thatching. I don't know. (laughs) Right. And it didn't happen.
0: And we, you know, we have talked many times about our BFF, Philip Mim. Yes. And Philip (laughs) Mim. Philip Mim was so upset that he denied you after your gift basket that uh-huh. we went to this restaurant where this fellow worked Yeah, Philip Mim stole ketchup off the <laughs> table. He's like, I'm pissed at you. I'm taking this ketchup. I'm taking You denied lore. You get no fucking Heinz. And it's like one of my favorite memories. The best. I've been rejected so many times. I just, like... You have. So, it's you know, it's no wonder I don't keep stepping up to the plate. Stop. Stop. You're going to find your cancer roof thatcher. Now you have a whole, like, you know, there's so many people out there trying to find the perfect mate for you. (laughs) Oh, my God. Gosh. But, like, every time you come to me and you're like, I think I'm going to make a basket, I'm like, honey. You always tell me, let's no, talk. Stop. let's talk. discuss. <laughs> stop right
1: there. And usually, in my mind, right. honestly, yeah. it's like a friendship basket.
0: Oh, Laura, and, I like that. And Lee is like, no. Well, you think it's a friendship <laughs> basket. It is very clearly like, hey, are you down to clown no- basket? <laughs> Right. There yeah. are some subtle, <laughs> subtle tones of like, it's on if you want it to be on. But I'm never going to come I'm, out and
1: tell you that. This is as far as I'm going to
0: take it is this basket. <laughs> <laughs> and the rest is on you. <laughs> oh my
1: gosh. It's funny because he was an Aries. <laughs> oh,
0: you love Aries. I do because we're right. initiators. Right, right, right. <laughs> it didn't work out that time. But, right. you know, hey, maybe like, Have we discussed this? Maybe a cancer sun with an Aries moon. Ooh, Two Aries moons. I like this. I like this. That would be trouble. But fun trouble. (laughs) Fun, emotionally vulnerable trouble. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'm not really good at that. Oh, my gosh. So we just wanted to share that with you. She did not make a basket. Jake calls that improvement. Yes, yes. Yes, With this latest crush. You were like, no, I've moved past this. There will be no baskets. Progress,
1: friends. But if in the future you receive a basket from me, know that it's in friendship. No, it's on (laughs) because I've progressed. It's on.
0: Go buy some candles. (laughs) Go buy some incense. Let's get it popping. Okay. (laughs) Oh Oh my gosh! All right. That would be terrible if I have given a relative a basket. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that goes without saying that that's a different. That's a family basket. Oh, it's a, oh okay. okay. So it's different. No, you don't need to specify that I, that's a uh, friendship basket. Family
2: basket. It sounds like a KFC item.
0: Yo. Oh,
1: shit, oh, shit. I'm
0: going to need category breakdowns. You are. We're going to need to Virgo this, and we're going to need a spreadsheet of, like, what does this basket mean? I need a list. And we need to start including notes. <laughs> Say, like, hey. Don't get the wrong idea here. This is a family
1: basket. <laughs> you know, one of the, the interesting though, like when we did, I think a while back, we did What Lies Beneath. Yeah, love that movie. You know did you make I love? a What
0: Lies Beneath basket? No, but oh. you know what
1: I love about that movie? What she makes a gift basket Stop. to take to the <laughs> And I'm like, she was trying to be nippy. <laughs> No, she was trying to be friendly. And neppy. And I'm like, what's in that basket? Like, that's what I wanted to know. What is in that basket? Would someone give Laura a basket,
0: please? Oh, I'm going to make you a basket for your birthday, a family Ooh. basket. Guess yeah. what? My what? birthday's coming up. Your birthday's coming up. What is it going to be next week? We're going to have our Laura's birthday episode? <laughs> oh, my goodness. How nice. exciting. Whoa. All right. Well, that was just a... <laughs> a fun little trip down memory lane that I really enjoyed. Give me more coffee. More coffee. <laughs> hey, we have a new patron to thank. Mm. <laughs> mm. I had a mouthful of coffee. I That's know. I like so that. so fun. Katie, baby witch. Welcome. Hello. Welcome, Katie. Welcome, Katie. Hey, speaking of friends, mm-hmm. we have a unique kind of shout out today. Yes.
2: Jake. All right. So our organization this week is is Operation Delete the Teat, a GoFundMe organized by Gray Smith. Gray struggles daily with chest dysphoria and needs a little help raising the funds for a top surgery. Everyone deserves to feel at home in their own skin, so please check out the link in our show notes and on our website.
0: Yes, that will be linked. Um, Gray and their partner Jamie are friends of ours. They're Mm -hmm. both fans of the show. Yes. So please, it would mean a lot to us. Please go check that out. check that out. Um, And Gray... I was told, is an Aquarius alien lover, just like me. Hello, BFFs. BFFs. So, to celebrate Grey... We are yes. going to talk about a really interesting topic today. Oh, I can't wait. Okay, this is going to be a weird one. Yeah. I am talking about Bob Lazar. Ooh. 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 No relation? No relation. Maybe. I don't know. It would maybe. make a whole hell of a lot of sense. It would. It yeah. would. Yeah. If you didn't know my maiden name and your last name yeah. is Lazar. Uh-huh. Okay. But he, I always get called Lazar. You like to pronounce Lazar. You I like do. to add a little yeah. spice. I add a little I spice. I say la- Lazar Lazar whatever. So maybe, I don't know, he's like a long lost relative. Mm-hmm. Who knows? But the documentary... Documentary. So the piece of pop culture that we're going to focus on is Bob Lazar, Area 51, and flying saucers. Now, Ooh. the reason I'm doing this, we all know I love sci-fi, and I've been in a kick. Yeah, okay, sci-fi. Like I said, Lane. if you're sick of it, that fucking sucks. I'm going to still do it. <laughs> okay, um, but this specifically, this topic was recommended by a follower, Kelly Estrain.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm.
0: and they wanted to know if I thought. Bob Lazar was legit or not legit. Okay. Okay. And so we're going to gonna dive into this. Okay. So the documentary I just mentioned, 2018. Okay. Not rated. Bummer. Um, I just bummer. started doing my ratings Jeez. and this one's not rated. This one isn't. Written and directed by Jeremy Corbell and narrated by Mickey Rourke. Okay. which are- Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. You're like, okay, I'm, You're interested, I'm interested. Mickey Rourke, all right. All right. So here are some key terms. Bob Lazar and Area 51. So I'm going to break down the two. Okay because I didn't know anything about this I think because when this came out because the last names were the same everyone under the fucking sun was like Lee oh my god you love aliens too and you have to watch this and you know if too many people tell me to do something I simply won't do it exactly I won't
1: I can't help it. And we know I don't know anything about it because I call it Area 54, oh thinking it's Club 54 from the 70s. Right. But hey,
0: okay, go. There's a
1: lot of crossing <laughs> things there that I think we could
0: make something happen, like a club that's alien themed. Okay. mashup. yes, let's put that in the back burner. Okay, so who is Bob Lazar? He is considered to be an American conspiracy theorist, mm-hmm. born on January 26, 1959, in oh. Florida. Making him an Aquarius (laughs) and
1: just two days away from your birthday. I know,
0: but like this is the the episode of the Aquarius love. I love it, but it makes total sense, right? Because we are notorious. (laughs) We are notoriously the conspiracy theorists. Um, he currently owns a scientific supply company, and also I have to note that he really fucking looks like Stephen King. Like Every really? time I see him, I'm like, is that Stephen King? <laughs> oh my gosh, really? Yes. Like, Fact Check J, up a picture, like, legitimately, it kind of freaks me out while he's doing that. Area 51. So the documentary starts by saying, it all started in the desert just north of Las Vegas. Ooh, Las Vegas. Ooh. Yeah, tell me that motherfucker oh my gosh, does not look does. like Stephen King. Yes, yes. Everyone go Google him immediately if you don't know what I'm talking about. Okay, So, Area 51 refers to a location and or area, whatever, in Nevada at Groom Lake, Mm -hmm. a dry lake in the desert. You guessed it, north of Las Vegas. North, yes. Right. More importantly, it has now come to represent a highly classified United States Air Force Base. Area 51 Mm -hmm. No one really knows what goes on inside It's like the Willy Wonka chocolate factory Uh Nobody ever goes in Nobody nobody ever ever goes out Like no one fucking knows what's going on Uh However, it is believed around 1,500 people work there What? Mm -hmm. I know, I thought that was wild I was like, really? Where do they live? In there I don't know No, I think we'll get into that a little bit Obviously you can't get close to it. There's armed guards, surveillance, et cetera. It is also illegal to fly over Area 51, military and civilian. <clears throat> really? I did not know that. Makes sense. Hmm. I have a whole link that I'll okay. put, you know, on our website yeah. of like places you can't fly. Really? <laughs> I know. I was like, whoa, that's and this is one of them. That's weird. It makes it a little more creepy. Cue the, you know, like... Doo, 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 yeah, da, that's right? like Fox Mulder. Yeah. is like, hello. Yeah, also, if you watch the X-Files, Area 51 pops up all a the lot. time, obviously. Um, the airspace over Area 51 is often considered to be more restricted than that of Washington, D.C. What? Uh-huh. Again, with the... This is where... You kind of have to fucking wonder. Mm-hmm. So the area's existence was officially acknowledged by the CIA only in 2013. Mm-hmm. Whoa, mm-hmm. that's mind-blowing. And Obama also acknowledged its existence, making him the first sitting president to publicly do so.
1: Ooh, okay. And I think
0: it was also in, like, 2013. So that is not yeah. that long ago. No. All right. All um, right. What or who put Area 51 on the pop culture map? The X-Files. Oh, my God. Bob Lazar. Oh, Bob Lazar did. Laura is not following me. (laughs) (laughs) Nope, not Um, following me. More coffee. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I know. She's like the X-Files. You were so
1: close. I don't know. That, too. That, (laughs) too.
0: (laughs) Okay, so here is the rundown. The documentary immediately gets into the spooky alien UFO government conspiracy talk. So all of my friends out there that like this shit, Go check it out. Yeah. Um, And then we are somewhat introduced to Bob, who says that the FBI is coming to raid his house. Hmm. Okay. So it kind of starts like we're trying to figure out why this is going on. Up pops the title, Bob Lazar, Area 51 and Flying Saucers, and we're off to the races. Okay. Obviously kicking off at Area 51 in Nevada. Mm-hmm. Okay, Right. where numerous top secret weapons go to get tested and where believers think that the government is actually hiding evidence of extraterrestrials.
1: Ooh. Ooh. I wonder okay. if Jimmy is there.
0: Oh, well, my God. <laughs> she is so concerned. <laughs> I, it might have been a Patreon-only bonus video where Jake asked us the question if you could solve one thing, like one unanswered thing in the world. She said, where is Jimmy Hoffa? And I was like... Really? That's what you want to know? I'm talking about aliens. And she's like, I wonder if Jimmy is that. I'm fixated. I'm fixated? Okay, she has to know. It's Virgo. Yeah, for real. Okay, so in 1989, Bob Lazar does an anonymous TV interview under the name Dennis, and his face is like hidden. Okay. Saying that he worked as a scientist slash physicist. Here is where I will say there's a lot of fucking science talking Mm -hmm. here, and we Mm -hmm. all know. Should I be talking about science? (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely not. But I'm going to try and I'm probably going to fuck it up. Give it the old college go. All right. So he worked as a scientist at a site called S4 near Area 51. Okay. And he is very like clear. He wants it to be known, not technically Area 51, S4. Okay. Okay. He said that there were nine flying saucers of extraterrestrial origin being tested and analyzed right there in Nevada. Hmm. Okay. And that there is no way it is man-made because it is simply too advanced.
1: Just simply wouldn't work. This is where he worked.
0: Yes, at S four. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, he said that he only knows certain pieces of information, and he can't prove it because he would then have to reveal his identity. Because remember, at this point, yeah. he's incognito, right? Which would be bad as he's already been threatened by the United States government.
1: Mm. Ooh, I didn't
0: know they threatened. I thought they just,
1: you know, took care I think it said
0: like his tires were slashed, like later mm-hmm. on, and his wife was, you know. Break lines were cut. I see, I exactly. see. Exactly. Right. Again, very X Files. Yeah. However, the interview saw international attention. So he ends up revealing himself to be Robert Lazar. <laughs> so he must not have been that fucking scared. He's like, okay, I'll come out. No. <laughs> it's me. It's me, just kidding. It's Bob. <laughs> it is not, what did he fucking say his name was? Dennis. Dennis. It, I'm not Dennis, I'm Bob. <laughs> Oh my god! And he began just giving more details. Uh-huh. Uh, so Bobby says he was hired by the U.S. Navy to work with flying saucers and antimatter. Oh boy, Rea- okay. antimatter antimatter? I don't know.
1: I think it's antimatter,
0: Thank but you. okay, I you think. get the point. I Reactors. Not. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to pretend to know what an yeah, right, antimatter right. reactor is. Right. I don't fucking know. Do you? Mm-hmm. No. Okay, I don't. Uh, Jake.
2: Uh, no. Okay.
0: <laughs> I was going to try to help everyone out but
2: well everything in the known universe is composed of matter, yeah. right? So it's just the opposite which I suppose theoretically right now we have no idea what that would look like.
0: Yeah. Mhm. Mhm. Jake, that sounded very yes. good. Yes. I was like very mm-hmm. good. <laughs> Go with that. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, the goal was to figure out the science of this alien technology to be able to reverse engineer The Mm -hmm. alien spacecraft. Okay. Okay. So it was, he said it was a scientist's dream and he absolutely loved it, but then it kind of started getting creepy. Okay. And I read somewhere, so there's a lot of like information, but I can't tell like, I think because it is involved in a conspiracy theory, there's like kind of stuff going everywhere. I read that he was eventually fired. From the base because he tried to sneak friends in to watch UFOs. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, my gosh. Also me. I would have liked to have been on that guest list. Right? That's yes. what I'm like. I totally would have done that. Like, fuck, <laughs> I'm going to get fired. I don't care. <laughs> you guys rela- got to come see this shit. I'm related. Exactly. <laughs> I can get in. <laughs> also, now is a good time to say that he there is a two-hour long interview with Bob Lazar and Joe Rogan that he okay. did right around the time this uh, documentary came out. Mm-hmm. I cannot stand Joe Rogan. I tried to listen to it. I got like five minutes in. I just can't do it. So there's probably... Yeah. There's probably lots more information out yeah. there. If you can do it, go to town. Go for it. <laughs> okay. Uh, he says that his motivation to come forward is because it's a slap in the face of the scientific community to suppress extremely advanced technology and that there is another intelligent civilization in existence that we know about and that can change the way the entire world operates. Okay. So that it is not cool to withhold that information from scientists in the public. Right. Okay, and that's why he has decided to come out. Okay. So the whole situation takes the world by storm. People were buying Area 51 swag. People started flooding there, tons of media coverage, etc. And it is considered to be what really put Area 51 on the map. (laughs) And then the (laughs) X-Files. Followed it up a few
1: years later. I was thinking you said Area Fifty One swag, and I was like just envisioning like a vans warp tour outside of Area Fifty One, like
0: selling it. If you you go and look at pictures, there's like t-shirts like Area Fifty One, you know, consult team. Like I don't know, it was fucking bonkers. Wonder how close they could have got the tents. Oh, probably swag. not very fucking close.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: nope. two towns down. Come get your swag. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so here's some other random details that he let slip that I couldn't figure out how to, like, mesh in, so I'm just going to, like, let it rip and let right. it ride. All right. He said that there was a hand scanner used to get into S4. Okay. That measures the bones in your fingers. What? And this was confirmed by Pictures last night when I was watching the documentary. Really? Yes, it's like this kind of like a fingerprint scanner, Uh but it's more advanced and it reads your bone length, which is apparently specific to each individual. So it's like even more secure and high tech.
1: Well, then how the hell do you sneak friends in? He was
0: just sitting on the lawn. I don't know. I, d- I made that up. I really don't fucking know. If it was me, I would go take lawn seats, you know? You
2: know, like the episode of the X-Files with uh, Seth Green?
0: Yeah, where they were like chilling outside and uh-huh. looking up at okay. the sky. That's gotcha. what I envision anyway. Uh-huh. Maybe uh-huh. that's where they got the inspo. <gasps> Whoa. Ooh. He said that the nickname on the base for the aliens were the kids, hmm. which creeps me out. I don't like that. Hmm. Um, he said that there is a lot of stuff- in the scientific community, that we are not allowed to know about. Hmm. I wonder why. I don't know. Maybe it'd freak us out. I don't need to know hmm. some stuff, you know. No, just kidding. I need to know everything. <laughs> it was just <laughs> gonna say. <laughs> who who You're like, Utah. I know. To, now right? I'm trying to boldface lie <laughs> <lady. laughs> like uh-huh. you don't know me. Okay. He did mention alien cadavers in Little Grey Men. Okay. So kind okay. of the the stereotypical yeah. shtick there. Um. He said where you when you asked where they lived. Uh huh they must have lived outside and cuz he said the workers would gather fly to groom lake and then would board a windowless bus that would then drive to S4. Huh. <laughs> so like it was that's what he said. Wow. Right. Top, top secret. Top secret. Yeah, mm-hmm. he said the building sloped weirdly and it looked like sand because it was made to look like it blended in with the mountain mm-hmm, so that you mm-hmm. couldn't find it. Mm-hmm. Also creepy. Uh, lots of talk about UFOs. Uh, here's where I'm going to get sciency. Let me lift my glasses very smartly. Can you imagine though, oh. like just what it would?
1: I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, my my brain you is took like took down my smart moment. But go ahead. No, I was just thinking like what it would take to create something like that, blend it know. into the
0: mountain. <laughs> I, know. Like, seriously? I think that like we're all very naive to the shit that goes it, I on. I think so, yeah. yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like uh-huh. Maybe I don't need to peek behind the curtain, but again, I'm going to spend my life you trying do. to peek behind the curtain because yeah. I am Fox Mulder, and apparently right. Bob Lazar. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, so UFOs. He talked about field propulsion crafts that creates a distortion of space and time in front of it. So like the UFO bends... <laughs> mm-hmm. Space and time. Okay. Okay. And that's how it travels. He, mm-hmm. it, again, too okay. sciencey, mm-hmm. way over my head, but he like explains it in the documentary and he draws like little diagrams. Okay. 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 And it seems to make sense, but right. this is how the UFO hovers and moves. Okay. Okay. So further on that, okay, he claimed that the UFOs he studied were fueled by the chemical element 115 which at the time was an unknown element. Okay. Okay, so an alien element. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's fuel, it affects gravity, it produces its own gravitational whatever energy. I don't mm-hmm. fucking know, Mom. <laughs> gravitational pool. <laughs> yes, oh, yes. Sounds smart. Thank you. Um, it's wild, mm-hmm. okay? And the code name for this element was LA-1000. Okay. The thing is, it is believed that Bob Lazar snuck <laughs> some of this 115 element out of the base and what? has it. No. What? And supposedly that's why like they were raiding his house and stuff. <laughs> I know. It gets bonkers, mom. Dude, I think they would have just taken this dude out. Uh, yeah, you, you have know what to I'm you have to wonder.
2: But then he becomes a martyr. Ooh.
0: Ooh, okay, yeah, so me and Jake are going to, I'm going to involve fact check Jake here in a minute because mm-hmm. he, you know him, mm-hmm. he's got some thoughts on this yeah, too. Right, right, But this gets bonkers. I really do like go and watch documentary. It wasn't that well made, but it was still, mm-hmm. you know, or if you can stomach the Joe Rogan interview or just <laughs> any, <laughs> any interviews with this guy because yeah. he. He seems to know what he's talking about. And yeah. maybe because I don't know science, I'm like, yes, I immediately believe you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I'm like, I don't fucking know. Yeah, right. You must know because I don't. <laughs> if I found a rare element that was alien, I'd probably try to take some home and see what was <laughs> up with it too. You know, like I can't be mad. <laughs> i not like Madame Curie. Okay. <laughs> right. I'm going to sleep with this. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. So, yes, the SWAT team raided, you know, from the beginning. Mm-hmm. was a, They were apparently raiding his house to look for this 115. Mm-hmm. And And private conversations from this documentary and their interviews, like, very private, were mentioned in this raid. So, like, they're obviously watching him or that's what we're being told. Mm -hmm. Uh, They went through all of his computer equipment. Like, they were, like, fucking going to town. And he said Mm. there were, like, a shit ton of people there.
1: I don't know. I don't wow. know. It seems odd, doesn't it? Is he the basis of the Lone
0: Gunman? I I in- feel like he. There's a lot of influence in the X Files. Yeah. yeah, which is again why I'm glad that I like just now discovered it because it's yeah. exciting. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. That he says that that's all he knows. Okay. Mm. <laughs> that's all he knows. All of that I've, fucking shit. I've given it all to you. Okay, so that's kind of the gist mm. of Bob Lazar. Mm. So here are the issues that some people have with his okay. story. Uh, Many non-believers and skeptics constantly try to poke holes, poke holes, (laughs) poke holes, (laughs) poke holes holes in his story. The biggest issue seems to be in confirming his credentials before he came out and did this interview in 1989. Um, So he claimed he has degrees from various schools like MIT and Caltech, but this cannot be verified. Like the Mm -hmm. schools are saying, there's no record of anyone by that name Mm -hmm. that has ever gone here. Mm -hmm. Um, S4 handed him info and briefings really quickly. Like he said, like he got hired and he was just learning about aliens and UFOs. And that seems like that is a little fishy. Did you send in an an Indeed app? (laughs) I mean, how does one apply for a job like that? I don't know. I think that's what he was trying to talk about at the beginning of the -hmm. the J-Rogue interview. But I was like... <laughs> i <I'm laughs> so, I don't know. Someone Here. else can figure that out. Um, there is a lot of repeated speech, which me and Jake noticed. And this could be an issue or it could lend to his credibility. And I don't mm-hmm. know which one. But mm-hmm. he says, like, in the interviews from, like, the 80s, early 90s. Okay. And then you have interviews from today. Right. Verbatim. He same says thing. the exact same shit. And it's, like, weird. Like Jake okay. said, weird details that, like, you'd think would be delivered in a slightly different way. Yeah. No. Yeah. And so that to me is a little suspicious like it's rehearsed Mm -hmm. or practiced Mm -hmm. or like a script. Yeah. Okay. But let's now get into why maybe he's credible. Okay. Okay. So he said that before working at S4, he worked at the Los Alamos lab. Okay. Okay. Officials said they had no record of him ever working there. Kind of like the school. And this was part of the issue. But a company directory listing his name and number from that time period shows otherwise. Mm -hmm. Okay. So they were lying. Yeah. He did work there.
1: Well, I would imagine they would have erased everything about him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of, yeah, yeah, we're going to get to what I think is going on here and that's part Mm -hmm. of it. Um, He knew about things that were not public information. That was Mm -hmm. a big part of the documentary. Like certain things he just wouldn't have known that have now been confirmed. Confirmed and verified. He wouldn't have been, like how would he have known Yeah. Again, the story has not changed. So while it's kind of suspicious, it's also like, well, maybe just the story hasn't yeah, changed. Right. I don't know. This is a very, <laughs> this is a very weird one, but let me see if you understand. Okay. He wears very specific science t-shirts that only real scientists would wear. Oh my gosh. Like
2: yeah. who, uh, Like yeah. the
0: weirdest, nerdiest fucking science t-shirts. Yeah. I'm like, who would own those? And where do you get them? Where do you get them? Right. That's what I said. Who, how would he know where to get those? That's why I'm like, I immediately trust you. I know you're a scientist. A secret code for because you super have, geeky Because scientists. you have a yes. NASA shirt. Right. <laughs> you are a scientist. Oh, my God. Um, he did... This is something I read that I couldn't confirm elsewhere, so I don't know. He did apparently show a W-2 form from the Department of Naval Intelligence, but that's also questioned. Weird, right? Also weird. Mm-hmm. Um, He tried hypnosis to recall what happened and to prove it. Like, he's not... He doesn't shy away. Mm-hmm. That's also why it's like, okay, well, why wouldn't he be yeah. like, you'd think he'd be a little more cautious? No. He's like, I'll do hypnosis. He passed a lot of polygraph tests. Okay. Uh, he has done a ton of drawings of what he says he saw. So, and like I said, some are confirmed with mm-hmm, pictures. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. He is not happy about any of this. Okay. Because he says that it completely wrecked his life. Oh, I'm sure. And that nobody yeah. believed or believes him. Right. He's like, he is literally Fox Mulder. Right, If he right. went down the fucking rabbit hole. Yeah. Um, he feels people are getting distracted by trying to prove him wrong that they are missing the bigger point.
1: Missing the bigger picture. Right. Yeah.
0: So there's hidden shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wake up, smell the coffee. Hello. Yeah. yeah. So here are my thoughts. <laughs> something is going down mm-hmm. at Area 51. Mm-hmm. It, like, to yeah. me, that's like we all fucking know that right. something is going down there. Right. All right. I think that we've talked about this many times. If you want more on like aliens, I think in the signs episode, I've talked mm-hmm. about aliens right. before. I obviously believe that yes. aliens are out there, okay? Yeah. But some people do believe that this was all orchestrated by the government to control this narrative and hide some kind of real something other truth. Like, and I'm starting to, like, lean towards that. Like, it. I don't think he's lying. Yeah, yeah. But something is, like... Like, alien is code word,
1: like, fat man and little boy, like we just uh, talked about. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: like, yeah. something. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it was too easy. Mm-hmm. Like, you walk in and they're like, yeah, here's all of, like, this hidden shit that, mm-hmm. like, we keep really locked down. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to tell you the second you step it to- Like, that doesn't seem right to me. Bring your friends in and here's your W-2. <laughs> right, right. Here's your W-2 for <laughs> dissecting that alien brain that we've, like, that just but, doesn't seem. But we've
1: erased all of your credentials and schools yeah. and jobs up until this point. Right.
0: or or yeah. i think that he is telling the truth mm-hmm. and everything is completely as he said and they're trying to get they're trying to like wipe it yeah. so i think it's one i think obviously something bigger is going on fact check jake this is where i'd tap you in what do you think
2: i think that all they're doing at area 51 51- is coming up with new and exciting ways to murder people. Oh, what? Uh, yeah, I think, you know, just the government figuring out nuclear weaponry and just, like I said, crazy exciting ways to kill folks. You think right. that's all? I mean, I'm sure there's some wild shit going on too, but... I think As far as Bob Lazar, I do think it's strange that he's describing the events um, using the exact same diction. I mean, like, to the letter. Yeah. 30 years later, that's super weird. But my working theory... Uh, is that this whole thing is a grand experiment by the U.S. government? So they pick an intelligent, affable, quirky guy like uh, someone the average American might find trustworthy. Mm-hmm. They show this guy some wild shit, knowing that ethically he can't keep his mouth shut. Okay, and then they study the public's reaction to see how they can better control populations' reactions to like sensitive information, like in practice too, not just in theory.
1: <laughs> um, we're going to start
0: calling Jake Silent Jake He doesn't say much He's Like is, Silent Bob He literally And then when he comes out That's a Gemini for you He's like say. the smartest man I know But like legitimately I don't say much That's terrifying yeah. I'm terrified That scares me more Almost I, know. I don't know My um, mind is blown Oh, yeah, I'm going to have to ponder this. I'm going to have to go and sit by the window and stare Jake, <laughs> into I don't the say, abyss for I, a while. I don't say much, but when I do, I'm going to oh, drop a bomb. Oh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So that is mm-hmm. Bob Lazar. I do have some randos, yes. some random facts. I um, hear the editing of the documentary, <laughs> it's really bad. It's bad. They should have hired Fact Check Jake. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> Shit. Uh, Mickey Rourke's narrations were... F- for the most part, really annoying and unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Like it was just like, come on, guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, lots of cool interviews with other people involved, old clips, interviews, mm-hmm. photos of Area Fifty One, etc. Like I said, you can see the swag. swag.
2: Now, now it is
0: my life's mission to get like some swag, uh, but like vintage, vintage. Like I want the OG. fucking nineteen eighty nine Bob Lazar Area yes. Fifty One swag. Yes. It's like a time capsule that documentary. Yes. So in that way, it was very cool. Um, like I said, Bob, Laz- Bob Lazar. Bob Lazar. <laughs> How many different ways, <laughs> Bobby? <laughs> Bobby. How many different ways can we say that last name?
2: Bobby Newport.
0: Bobby Lazar. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. The Joe Rogan interview. Have fun if you want. I said yuck. <laughs> That's what I said. Um, if you do recall, in 2019, I believe people did try to storm Area 51, or there was like that weird fucking yes. meme. I don't know. That was funny, but it like yeah. it pops back up in yeah. pop culture a lot. Um, I will have a ton of articles and the documentary linked on our website for you to go and form your own conclusion. Yes. So thank you to our friend, Kelly, for recommending this because I thought it was fascinating. Uh, That is fascinating.
1: I didn't know anything about that. Is it cool? Yeah, What do you think?
0: Now I want your opinion.
1: Uh, You know, I love conspiracy theory. Right? I have many friends who— I believe them a little quickly, I won't lie. I do, too. Yeah. I do, too. Like I said, his science t-shirt— Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. His science T-shirt, and I was like, I immediately trust mm-hmm,
1: you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think there's a lot more going on. Right. I mean, it, time and time again, we, you know, things eke out, and we're like, oh, wow, who would have known? You know? Right, right, right. Um, So I do think there's so many things behind the scenes going on that we don't know about. And, I'm you sure know. with
0: due time, hmm. someone else will come out and yeah. be a whistleblower. I don't know. Maybe. Fun. Well, that's an interesting um, thought, though. Has no one else ever... No, this was all I found. What I presented to you was the majority of what I found. And mm-hmm. I spent a few days on this sucker. And yeah. yeah and um, so no
1: one collaborated. I did see corroborate- somewhere. What's the word? I,
0: Jesus. I was just going no to try <laughs> to ignore you doing that. <laughs> I'm not going to try to help you. I'm just going to walk past it. <laughs> uh, again, with the the information was a little tricky to navigate. But I did see somewhere that I think someone came out and said, yeah, he did work here like I worked there too. Mm-hmm, or mm-hmm, so there have mm-hmm. been a few of like those. Okay. But okay. Overall. Bob. Flying solo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are on your own, Bob. <laughs> oh no. Well, that was a fun one. That was. Yeah. That was so interesting. Very interesting, very creepy. I need to go watch the X Files. Yes. And what? like I said, stare into the abyss and ponder. Ponder. Yes. What does it all mean? Mm, yes. <laughs> Where
2: is Jimmy Hoffa? <laughs> The bigger He's question. In. Area 51. Oh,
0: my God. <laughs> Fuck. That would be fucking wild, though, right?
1: Um. Yeah. Uh,
0: what if you just walked into Area 51 and it was, like, all of the world's, like, biggest secrets it answered? All wow. oh, this is there. Oh, my God. There we go again. There we go. And Tupac. No, I'm just kidding. I'm okay, just kidding. Right. Okay. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. It's your turn. All right. So
1: I'm up. You're up. Okay. So what I am doing today is the House of Wax. Ooh. Ooh, this is one of our favorites. One of our favorites. Getting spooky. Getting, Getting spooky. All right. So 1953. Okay. Going to horror. Rich. Okay. Slash mystery film. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Starring the one and only. Vincent Price. Got to mention it. Got to right? mention it. Yep. My favorite, which was a remake of a 1933 film called Mystery of the Wax Museum. Was it really? Yeah. I did not know that. Vincent plays Professor Henry Jared, a sculptor who becomes disfigured when his wax museum is destroyed by a fire.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: He then begins to rebuild his dream by murdering people. It seems legit. And using their bodies, now covered in wax. <gasps> It is a spooky premise, man. Right? Mm -hmm. To create statues of the most prominent figures of the day. So, is this the movie we're going to talk about today? I don't know. No.
0: Are you talking about the remake? No, it's not. (laughs) Please tell me you're talking about the fucking... (laughs) No. I am going to talk about the
1: 2005 remake. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so excited. So now the 1953 is, of course... My favorite Vincent Price movie. Right, it is and, a good one. And we know I love Vincent Price. Mm-hmm. But this movie, uh, the remake, you know, it's just so bad that it's, that it's so good. good. Mm-hmm. And it's just going gonna, gonna to be a fun ride. We love, it's going to be funny. We love an early 2000s <laughs> cheesy horror flick around here. We do. We do. I mean, there's just going to be so many good jokes here. Right. All right. So with no further ado. Oh, yes, please. I cannot wait. Here's 2005s. House of Wax. Fuck oh, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Genre? Genre. Slasher. <laughs> okay. So we had said the original was just like a horror. A mystery. But this is a slasher. It
0: just went, it yeah. went full force. jumped. Mm-hmm.
1: All right. So this is very loosely based mm. on the previous mentioned titles, right? Yes, yes. So literally, when I say loosely based, I the mean... The name. Besides the title... <laughs> and that the setting happens to be a wax museum. Hey, there
0: hey. That's about as far some connections. as the
1: similarities go. Hey. Be nice. <laughs> All right, so 40 million dollar okay. budget yeah. did 70.1 million. Is that good or bad? The reviews from critics were generally negative, Ooh. specifically for lack of originality screenplay
0: really horror community you want to fucking go there (laughs) this this is gonna be a half an hour of me defending this this movie
1: from critics okay um and just the characters in general
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay
1: but over the years has become a cult classic don't question me right yeah so here is your cast okay all right yes chad michael murray we love to see it he plays nick welcome and shout out to Chad, because he and I have the same birthday. You do your birthday twins. We're both August twenty fourth. It's so right? cute. Yeah, and happy ha- almost birthday, Chad. Yeah, happy almost birthday, Chad. Mm-hmm. Um, also, at this time, he was two seasons in on One Tree Hill. Oh, we love One Tree Hill, right? So he and Paris Hilton, who plays Paige, mm-hmm. were the two like top oh, guns the two here. stars. They were the two stars oh, okay. that were, were had some drawing power. Okay, gotcha. Uh, Alicia Cuthbert plays Carly. I like her. Yeah, you do. I do. Uh, Brian Van Holt is in a dual role of Beau slash Vincent. Did you know that? that? No, I did not. Right. Okay. Jared Padalecki, what you love him? I do. Plays Wade, and this was 2005, and Supernatural did not start until 2005, so he wasn't. Super but did well he known. have his
0: Gilmore Girls moment yet? No.
1: He and Chad Michael Murray both starred in the <gasps> Gilmore Girls. Oh my God, they did! I totally yes. forgot. Right? Well, weird. Okay, yeah. John Abrams plays Dalton. Robert Richard plays Blake. Okay. Damon Harriman plays the roadkill driver, Lester. Oh. And Andy Anderson is the sheriff. Ooh. All right. I'm ready. So I am so ready. So here's the plot. Okay. The movie opens up in 1974 mm-hmm. as we see a couple attending to their two children. But we don't see faces. It's just like the lower half. Some I of like people, that. Right? At least little mystery it does. Um, one of the kids is being very good in his high chair, eating his uh, Cheerios, and the other is being complete terror mm-hmm. and has to be strapped into his high chair. Yikes. We can see that this is a pretty usual occurrence uh, because he has, like, scars little on oh, his little—on no. on the wee lad's wrist. We see scars, um, but we do not see the faces, like I said. Right. So let's jump ahead to 2005. Who doesn't want <laughs> <jump> to <laughs> Who doesn't jump to 2005? Who doesn't want to jump to 2005? Carly and her boyfriend, Wade, yeah, and their friends are on their way to a football game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Carly's brother, Nick, is along for the trip, but Wade is not really thrilled that he's coming. Why? Nick's got a fucking attitude. Because Nick needs an attitude adjustment. Yeah. Stop being a sourpuss, Chad Michael Murray. <laughs> As Nick and Carly argue, he makes it very clear... She is always the good twin, and he is always the bad one. Okay, they're twins. So like they're twins, yes. right? As night falls, they are detoured off their route.
0: Hello, dumb decision. Red New, flag number one.
1: Wade's car speeds up to catch up to Blake and Paige's car, and I bring this up because we're shocked as we see Paige played by Paris Hill. No. Mm. Are you going to bring it up? Bobbing, her head <laughs> is bobbing up and down in Blake's lap. Laugh. <laughs> I have to bring it up, and you know why? I did not. I so, thought, so they all see and they're right. laughing and it's like a mom. Big joke. It's
0: called Roadhead.
1: Yes, exactly. <laughs> Thank goes, you, Leanne. She goes, right. Yes, I know that. Okay, Thank you you're My face is like beet red. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, I just dropped my lipstick. <laughs> what if she did though? What if she actually dropped her lipstick? Well, the look on her boyfriend's face would indicate <laughs> <laughs>
0: I got a lipstick for you. <laughs> That that was she's getting so
1: red, (laughs) (laughs) but anyway, this sets the tone for the typical stereotype that is Paris Hilton, right? And just
0: early 2000s movies, yes, Yes, yes. exactly.
1: So they pull over and decide to camp for the night. Uh, they're sitting around the campfire, drinking, having a few brews, and tossing around the old football,
0: (laughs) the old, the old, no, (laughs) (laughs)
1: pigskin. Snakeskin. That's a pair of boots. Sports. <laughs> I think Paris
2: Hilton was tossing around the old snakeskin.
1: <laughs> Jake
0: is on fire today. Oh shit! I think I like legitimately just peed a little, <laughs> dude. I married a real fucking winner. Oh, oh my gosh! Shit, that was good. That was good. Let's right. <laughs> see around the old football. <laughs>
1: the wind begins to blow. <laughs> the no. trees begin to sway, <laughs> and a stench fills the air. Ooh, which is enough <laughs> to curl their eyelashes. Right, right. Is this a red flag? No, no. Of course it's not. Right? That's like
0: the fifteenth <laughs> red fucking flag that we've gotten since the start right. of the movie. But I'm not done. Okay. Then a big truck pulls
1: up and sits idling and watching. Like Christine, just, no, you know. Yeah. absolutely not. Until Rebel Nick Ooh. tosses a beer bottle, cracks the headlight with his bring it on attitude. Yeah. Right? So the truck leaves. Okay. Is this a red flag? No. No, of course. Let's <laughs> all get cozy in our tents and go to sleep, right? Right. The next morning, as they're preparing to leave, Wade's car won't start. Mm. Why? Because Wade's brand new fan belt seemed to be cut, but yet we are not suspecting anything. Right. Again, like what? Was right. it a different
0: time in the early two thousands, or
1: were we much more
0: trusting? Mm, I, I was
1: well <laughs> <laughs> like
0: I've never been there. Exactly.
1: All right, Paige. You know, mm-hmm. Paris looks like she had just rolled out of the tent, uh, looking like she was gonna head she down was, the runway. She was glamping. She mom. <laughs> <laughs> she was glamping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the dreaded smell presents itself again, mm. and Carly decides to do a little sleuthing. Why? <laughs> exactly. I don't know. But why? As she's walking, she falls down an embankment and into a pit of rotting animal carcasses. Ew.
0: It's <laughs> so it is, gross. It's bad. It's gross. And at
1: this point, I'd be like, gotta go. Get me home. Get me home. Right? We're not even going to the game. Just get the hell exactly. home. They meet Lester as he's dumping a fresh carcass. Ooh. Hmm. He tells Carly and Wade that there is a town up ahead called Ambrose and he'll be happy to give them a ride to purchase a new fan belt. While the others head off to the football game. And they just agree to it like, okay. And those two dumb asses get in the truck. (laughs) And what's worse, the others let them go. Right. Okay,
0: bye. Toodles, see you later. What kind of friends are those? Absolutely not. I mean, can you even feel bad for these kids with what is about to happen? Not really. Right. Hey, be smarter than this.
1: Right. So they get in the truck. They they enter the town, wander. It seemingly this town looks completely empty. Right. They hear some music in a church, and they open up the door and stumble upon a funeral. Okay. Oh, okay. So here's why the town looks empty. Oh, oh, there's there's all the people are in the funeral because it's right? small. Because it's a small okay, town. Gotcha. They meet Bo, who owns the garage where they need to get the fan belt, and he agrees to help them after the funeral. Okay, so they continue to kind of explore the town, wander, and stumble onto Trudy's
0: house of wax. Hey, here is where I can't judge them because if that was me and you, yeah, who the fuck are we kidding? We would have stumbled <laughs> into the house of wax. Are you fucking
1: serious? They're creepy. They are though. Okay, so it's a wax museum, which itself is entirely made of wax. Now I got to cool. give it to them there, cool like as the hell. entire outer structure and. <laughs> I don't know. It seemed pretty hot there. And the fact that it wasn't melting is, I don't know. It's a detail that her Virgo brain just can't get past.
0: Right. Because she says it, it every time we watch it. That not, melted.
1: I know. <laughs> it, that's right. Not only was the entire building made of wax and all of the characters inside, like okay. you would typically see in a wax museum, but every single tchotchke, the, the piano. plates, the, all made of wax. It, it, it's pretty cool. That's a pretty cool premise. That is a pretty cool idea. Right. Um, so apparently it was the a tourist attraction in the town. And it's heyday. Okay. Okay. Uh, they meet up with Bo. He tells them that the fan belts are at his house. Hmm. mm Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. When they arrive, Wade asks to use the shitter. Right? Wade. <laughs> really? Is now the time to pinch a loaf? <laughs> Now's the time. Now, dude. Now? now? While inside, <sighs> he is attacked by Bo's disfigured brother, Vincent. Okay. Which is a nod to Vincent Price. Yeah,
0: exactly. I thought you would like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He slices
1: Wade's Achilles tendon. And can we say that there is nothing in a horror movie that turns my stomach more than seeing the Achilles tendon Mm -hmm. cut? It's bad. And he knocks Wade the fuck out. Mm -hmm. K-O'd. Meanwhile, stuck in traffic, the gang decides, no, we're not even going to go to the game. Now you decide? Now Let's head back to camp. Blake tells Nick and Dalton to beat it because he and Paige are going to, as Marvin Gaye would say, get Let's it on. Get it on, Or right. I liked that. <laughs> so Nick and Dalton head to the town of Ambrose to find Nate, uh, Wade and Carly. It's about time. Right? Carly now begins to become
0: suspicious. <laughs> oh, boy. When Wade does not return. Hey, maybe he had <laughs> something bad for dinner. <laughs>
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and she realizes that the headlight on Bo's truck is shattered. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, wow. Light bulb. Uh huh. As she tries to escape and get help from the locals, we realize that the entire town is staged. Mm-hmm. Everything in it. Right? All of the people are. They're all wax they're all figures. Wax? So I when think that's she goes so creepy cool. back into the church where mm-hmm. all the people were from the funeral, and she realizes like it's a tape they're recording, all still there. right? They're all still there because they're wax. wax. And when she goes to touch one of them, and it, mm-hmm. she realizes that not only are they wax, but it seems like there were real people under there. Like under the wax. That'll make you short your pants. <sighs> yes. Yeah. It's very disturbing. <laughs> um, Bo catches up with Carly. Okay. And. You know, snatches her. Mm-hmm. Um, but Nick saves Carly. Yes. And they head up to the wax museum to save Wade.
0: Oh, well, But it's too late. Mm,
1: Wade. I'm so sorry, pal. <sighs> Vincent has made Wade into a wax figure by covering him in hot wax. Now, I didn't want to go into all of the details, but this is a really, now this is a pretty good, it's very creepy. It's a cool horror scene. It's underrated. It is a very good horror scene. Yes. Yeah, like when
0: they're doing the wax and, ooh,
1: it's so creepy. Yes, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. So then Dalton has headed up to the wax museum, right? He's trying to find them. And he discovers Wade tickling the ivories at the piano. (laughs) Tickling the (laughs) ivories. Okay. And is horrified to learn that Wade- Bye-bye. Is bye-bye. Well, well- Yeah. He's still kind of alive. He's still kind of alive. So what, you know, and everything I read, it was like this was the worst kill in the movie because he kind of stayed alive for a while. So go watch it. Mm -hmm. Um, But anyway, hello, Vincent. Bye-bye, Dalton. Okay. Yeah. All right. Everyone's just kind of... They're dropping like flies. (laughs) At the campsite, Paige's Mm -hmm. sexy dance is interrupted and Blake is... R.I.P. Bummer. Right? Mm -hmm. Paige runs and what proves to be the best part of the entire movie. I love it so much. After doing the half naked run, Paige gets a still pull through the
0: head. Hey, I got to give it to her. She did good. That was a good scene. It was a good scene. Again, underrated. It was a good scene. Mm
2: -hmm. Took a lot of pulls to the head in this movie.
0: (laughs) Oh,
1: (laughs) my
0: God. (laughs) (laughs) Jake's on fire. Oh Oh my god! How many times can I pee my pants in an episode? Uh, Well, there. So sorry, tears. (laughs) Hold on. Let me regroup. (laughs) Okay,
1: so this movie is two hours, two hours (laughs) long. I always pick them. Um, So to make a long story very short, Mm -hmm. uh, Carly and Nick take down. Bo and Vincent, who also happen to be twins, I know. Yeah, that were conjoined mm-hmm. at the head and face, and that's right. why Vincent is disfigured. And we think all along through the film that he's the evil twin or he's the bad not. twin, making the connection between right, Carly right. and Nick. Exactly. But it's actually Bo because they show the scars on his wrists, right? Right. So we notice that Bo was the bad. He's the bad one. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. So. The museum – they set the wax museum on fire. It starts melting. And as the sheriff attends the gruesome scene and gets the kids on their way, we realize that Bo and Vincent had a brother who was Lester, the the carcass dumper. The carcass dumper. Who actually drove them into town. So So he knew. It was all – yeah. Oh, you carcass dumper. Yeah, because on one of the things I read, it says – in the outtakes and they didn't use it was that he says while they're driving I cut the fan belt so insinuating that it was all planned
0: oh shit yeah 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 okay yeah yeah, see I didn't know that I kind of like that they took that out Mm -hmm. because you were wondering the whole time like was this guy setting them up or yes I'm sorry but I like this movie I know it I mean it's a good movie it is
1: not anything like the original which I absolutely love so here's a few fun facts I love a fun fact okay Paris Hilton Mm -hmm. was nominated and won a Razzie Award for Worst Supporting Actress and Worst Actress of the Decade for her brilliant performance.
0: Okay, listen, I didn't think it was
1: that bad. No.
0: her some slack. Okay, I didn't think it was that bad at
1: all. Warner Brothers actually granted her permission to sell t-shirts that read on May 6th, Watch Paris Die to promote the movie that's that was like the big grabber was Was her kill scene yeah really yeah oh wow funny right okay uh jared palecki and paris hilton appear in an episode of supernatural centered around a wax museum really in which they reference the movie in the episode yeah and i I actually did it for a patreon james dean's car oh yeah and the wax museum Gandhi, and and Lincoln. that's a good episode yeah this is the third remake distributed by Dark Castle Entertainment. Holy shit. The other two were House on Haunted Hill and 13 Ghosts. Oh, ah, okay. That makes sense because yeah. I, I love... See, yeah. there's
0: something about that era of
1: yeah. horror films that I just love. I know. I know. And and they they were decent remakes, all of them, I think. Cheesy, but Cheesy, chees- but good. Good. All right. And we cannot end the fun facts without saying, if you own this on DVD and have watched... The
0: interview. Oh, my. I forgot. I it totally is forgot. my
1: favorite. It's both of our favorite
0: part. Yeah. They interview, who is it? Paris Hilton, Jared Padalecki, and Chad Michael Murray. And and, and uh, Carly. Okay. Yeah, the yeah. yeah. Plays Carly. Oh, my God. Chad Michael Murray is just sitting there the whole time looking like, if I don't get away from these dumb asses, I'm going to. And it's yeah. fucking hilarious. It's so awkward. it's It's, so awkward it's so awkward but he looks like so annoyed
1: to be there the other Mm -hmm. three are like having making no sense having a good time sitting together on the couch he's over by himself with his legs crossed looking in the other direction like gosh get me out of here (laughs) where's my agent did I agree to this We like we mention it all the time. Oh my gosh, it's so hilarious. Oh. All right. So here's my lesson. Yes. The history of wax museums. Lore. What? Fun. Right? How have we not I did not know any of very this? Very
0: magical, very spooky. Right.
1: Yeah. Creepy. All right. A wax museum, sometimes referred to as a wax works. Okay. Was typically a collection of wax sculptures depicting famous people from history as well as celebrities of the day. Right. Uh, Usually, the statues would be posed in lifelike ways, wearing real clothes. Mm -hmm. Many wax museums contained a section dubbed the Chamber of Horrors, in which you could see more gruesome exhibits. Oh, okay. Okay. The wax museum and their life-size statues grew out of European funeral practices during the Middle Ages. What? Yes. What do you mean? It was customary at royal funerals to carry a fully dressed corpse on the top of the coffin. Okay. Right? Yeah. Uh, this tended to be a big problem in hot weather. <laughs> Stop. Resulting in, as you can imagine, some gross consequences. <gasps> ooh, ooh, right? ooh, yeah. So it was then decided that a wax effigy, right, which uh, is a life-size sculpture oh. of a specific person, would be substituted. Okay, but wouldn't the wax melt? Again. Right? <laughs> she, right? like, again, Maybe with it the just wax. wouldn't smell as bad. I don't, uh, you know, I don't uh, know. Uh, okay. Okay. Whatever. So that would be substitute, and they would be wearing the person's actual clothing. Creative. Right? Yeah. But this, because, you know, nothing else was showing, it meant that only the head and hands really needed to be
2: oh, made of wax. I
1: see. Yeah. When the funeral was over, these effigies were often displayed by the tomb or in the church. This turned into a popular attraction for people to visit, in which
0: they often paid an admittance fee. Really? Mm-hmm. That is very interesting. Right? I had absolutely no idea. Right. Huh. Of, of just random, like, wax? School. Like, usually it would be uh, uh, people. Oh, you said, yeah. like, royal. royal. You did. Okay. Yeah, royalty at this time. Oh, so there would be a draw to come in and see. Ah, yes. interesting. Yes.
1: But. Um, as I was doing my research, there were, like, traveling shows and stuff like that. But the most famous name in wax museums mm-hmm. is none other than Madame Tussauds.
0: Yes. Me and Jake went there on our honeymoon when we visited New York. Did and, you? Oh, it's creepy. Yeah. It's creepy. All right. So Madame
1: Tussaud is born Marie... Grossholz, which I probably did not say right, in Strasbourg in 1761. Whoa! Some say into a family of public executioners.
2: Oh, right?
1: Marie's mother worked for a physician and anatomist named Dr. Philippe Curtius, who was a skilled creator of medical wax models used in anatomy classes in lieu of real cadavers.
0: Whoa, right? Okay,
1: so he began teaching Marie the skill. I read in several places at the age of six, oh. and she was a natural in the art of sculpture. Okay, uh, she actually even became an art tutor to King mm-hmm. Louis the 16th's sister. She was deeply enmeshed in the royalty and you know right. politics. Okay, but shortly after the French Revolution began, okay, and Marie began making plaster casts. And death masks of those who had been publicly beheaded. And many of these people were her friends. Okay, could you remind me what a death mask is? So a death mask is once somebody dies, they make a it's they make a cast cast of of, their face. Right. Once they're dead, usually. Vincent Price had one. Right. Usually of wax or like plaster of Paris. I have seen one. Yes. 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 Right. And they became popular. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah. So yeah, that's what a death mask is. Okay. At one point, Marie and her mom are put into prison, and upon release, she was forced to prove allegiance to the revolution by making death masks of the executed nobles, which were then paraded through. The streets of Paris. Whoa. One such person was Marie Antoinette. Okay, and according to Tissot's memoirs, she sat with bloody heads on her knees, making impressions of their features.
0: What? Yeah, are you kidding me? No. Okay, that took a morbid turn, right?
1: <laughs> very morbid beginnings. Woo. When Doctor Curtius died, he left his entire wax collection to Marie. Okay, and she began a traveling show for her exhibits.
0: Traveling show. That's very cool. Mm-hmm.
1: In 1795, she married Francois Tussaud. Mm-hmm. Tussaud, right?
0: She, you're what?
1: nailing it. Am I? <laughs> yeah. Giving her the name that her museums are known by today. Okay, gotcha. Okay. So she opened her first museum on Baker Street in London in 1835, mm. with her main attraction being a chamber of horrors, really, which housed many of the creepy death masks, death masks, the
0: death, death max. masks
1: that she created.
0: Very cool.
1: Her museum became a major attraction, and is still going strong today. I was just going to so ask you: there, you know, a ton of wax museums came out, but not many survived. Okay, um, and she is still Rolls is going strong. Still going strong. Wow. I mean, it's been sold several times, okay. and you know, all that kind of stuff. Right. Um, so it's a major attraction today. It includes not only historical figures, but also celebrities, sports heroes, and famous murderers. Uh, the London location houses 300 statues, and there are 26 locations throughout the world. Holy moly. Yeah. By today's standards, it is considered an honor to get an invitation for a sitting. I did know that. Yeah. yeah. And they take up to 250 different measurements of you Holy. before you can be immortalized You're in the kidding. wax. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess that it would be sense. time consuming, yeah. right? Yeah. So that's Madame uh, Tussauds. I love that. Um, one other wax museum that seems to have, you know, still remained right. is the Hollywood Ma- Wax Museum. So that was worth a noting. Okay. Uh, it's still around. Fun. And there are four locations, Hollywood, Branson, Pigeon Forge, and Myrtle Beach.
0: Ooh. Oh, I so, didn't know there was one in Myrtle Beach. Yeah. Did you hit that one? I did not, but I saw it when I was there. So, oh, fun. Obviously,
1: maybe not as expert on the wax. I have to show where, you where? one. I pulled oh, up. Oh, no, it um, bad there was one, and I was like, who is that? And Uh-oh. it was Nicolas Cage oh. in National Treasure. Oh, and it my does God. not even look like Nicolas, Nicolas Cage. Cage <laughs> has made his way in again. <laughs> oh, my it's God. It was so funny. I have to show you that picture. But wow. that is my little lesson on wax museums. And that is seriously
0: fascinating. Right? I mean, I know I, like, um, follow a lot of, like, mortuary science people on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And they do the, like, you know, the mortuary mm-hmm. wax and sculpting. So mm-hmm. I, like, know that Anna. that's, but to go back. And say, Wow, yeah, that's like, whoa, wow, that's wild, right? Very cool, yeah. I did know, um, I forget who I want to say it was Jenna Marbles on YouTube, okay, like, did a vlog of her sitting to get. measured measured. for like a statue. Okay. And it was bonkers. I can imagine. Like the shit that they have to do. I could be totally wrong on what YouTuber that was, but. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. It was fascinating. I I would recommend going. Jake, did you like it when we went? Oh, I had a great time. It was very cool. I was at the one in Canada. Oh, yeah. are you? Yeah. Yeah. It's very fascinating. What a talent. Like yeah. such a unique talent. The sculpting and the Oh uh. my gosh. Yeah. Oh. Like you can I mean, if you go back, I'm linking a bunch of the things down below.
1: But um, if you go back, there were uh, several fires, you know, and can oh, you imagine? Really? So from the original House of Wax, you know, I mean, what it's almost like a total loss. They had Your to rebuild life's work.
0: Just yeah, gone. Yeah. Oh gosh! So that did actually like a, happen. The
1: fires. Yeah, I mean, a fire actually did happen. I think once or twice. That's I think interesting. It was liked, uh, yeah, so there were several, you know, calamities that you know ruined have, a lot of her original hmm. molds and all oh, that geez, kind well, of stuff. Well, that could have
0: inspired. The yeah. House. Wow. Yeah. Very interesting topic. Yes. Different. Both, both of ours were both different. Different. And I hope everyone liked it because yes. I have fun when we can like veer off a little bit. Yeah. And now. Look at all the things we learned about wax statue. Who would have thought? I had no idea. Love had it. No much. idea. Yeah, then love that movie. Totally cheap. You have to watch it, especially it's around Halloween. It's a great yeah, watch. It's just a good so one. Don't take it too seriously, no, but go watch just it. Just have fun with it.
1: It's it's fun. Get to see all those uh, you know cool kids before they were superstars. Superstars. Yeah, yeah. I love
0: it. Up Toppler. very right. cool. Yes, good one, Lee. All right, you want to do killer quotes of the week? Let's do it. All right. Okay, mine is, not to burst your bubble, but the earth is not the center of the universe. And that is from the documentary. Nice. Ooh, ah.
1: Well, mine is from the original House of Wax. Okay. No matter how much we lose, you must still go on living.
0: Hmm. Wow, thanks, Laura. Hello. <laughs> wow, that was oddly specific. <laughs> thank you for that last punch to the gut alright well we'll see you
1: next week <laughs> I, could, I couldn't find anything on the remake because it was all um,
0: off color I dropped my chapstick god God, Lori, you couldn't have gone with something like that no I'm just playing <laughs> that was good oh my gosh alright alright well that was a funny as hell episode someone write down all of Jake's jokes in this because whew, hilarious. that was a good one babe you were on today mm. <laughs> he's like now I'm silent again all right, well. I've said what I've come to say. That was fun. We love fun. you all. Yeah, We'll catch you next week.
1: Catch us next week. TTFN. Cut, print, check, the gate, moving on.